So Isaiah 56, beginning at verse 1, we start to see uh, the salvation for the Gentiles being described by Isaiah, where it says, Thus says the Lord, uh, Keep justice and do righteousness, for my salvation is about to come and my righteousness is to be revealed. So you think about that time period where Jesus was coming and uh, he brings salvation and goes through his whole sacrifice. But then really the great uh, reaction to all of that is Acts chapter 10 and the birth of the Gentile church. Christianity explodes. So, you know, much like John the Baptist, make ready for what is coming. You know, make straight the way of the Lord. Keep justice, do righteousness. Why? Because his righteousness is about to be revealed. God's fulfillment. So, blessed is the man who does this and the son of man who lays hold on it, who keeps from defiling the Sabbath and keeps his hand from doing any evil. How do we keep from defiling the Sabbath? By worshiping the Lord as he's led us to. You know, if that's, you know, us being here on Thursdays or you know, on Sundays or however we're able to, that we have it in our hearts that we're going to take time aside and not work and we're going to worship the Lord. That, that's how you honor the Sabbath. You know, it, it's not Saturday worship. It's, God, it's worship of God and having that undefiled and then keeping our hands from doing any evil. So in light of the salvation that's coming, keep yourself in this state. I mean, that's a a common theme throughout the scripture um, that uh, uh, the, the Lord has given us this knowledge that his judgment and his return is ahead and we should walk circumspectly. Do not let the son of the foreigner who has joined himself to the Lord speak saying the Lord has utterly separated me from his people. So if a foreigner comes into Israel then that foreigner should never accuse God of designing a system that keeps him as a foreigner from Israel from being part of Israel and worshiping God. You know, don't, don't let any foreigner accuse God of saying somehow I've been kept from God or kept from his people. God wants uh, everyone to know him. Uh, nor let the eunuch say, here I am, a dry tree. You know, I've made these commitments uh, with his whole life, his whole existence, to never uh, be with a woman or to have children, you know, as a dry tree. He's unfruitful, no uh, children born to him as, you know, reproduction. Okay, so don't let anyone that's made a commitment to the Lord act like somehow God is taken away from you. If, if you've made a commitment to be a eunuch, don't act like that's a loss. You've gained God in the process, is what he's saying, you know. You making a commitment to be a eunuch, obviously that's a your whole life is involved in that. Anyone who's done that uh, needs to have their fulfillment in the Lord. How tragic it would be to go through such a great uh, cost to yourself, and uh, then to turn around and not experience your fulfillment in that relationship with the Lord. You know that's. The way a lot of people react to what they've given up. Oh, I gave up this and I gave up that. I gave up all these things. And they make it sound like my life is just so dry and vacant and <laughs> dead. If you've given up these things, 
in order to have a relationship with the Lord, then your life should be filled with joy and fulfillment and fruitfulness. And you, you're missing an ingredient. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you've become a eunuch and you haven't experienced fulfillment. For thus says the Lord to the eunuch who keeps my Sabbath and choose what pleases me and hold fast my covenant. Even to them I will give in my house and within my walls a place and a name better than that of the sons and daughters. I will give them an everlasting name that shall not be cut off. There's a play on words right there. You'll not be cut off. You're a eunuch who has had a surgical process of cutting off. And God is saying, if you will turn to me and worship me the way you should, you're not going to be cut off. You're going to be fruitful. You're going to see your life fulfilled. I, I think that for us especially, the metaphor is much bigger. Because that what I've already described you know, is true for a lot of people. Oh, I gave up. Oh, I gave up. Oh, I gave up. Look at all you've gained by being in this relationship with Christ. What did you really lose? You know, all the terrible things. So, all the sons of, a, of the foreigner who join themselves to the Lord and serve him and to love the name of the Lord, to be his servants, everyone who keeps from defiling the Sabbath and holds fast my covenant, even them I will bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices will be accepted on my altar. My house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. And the Lord God, who gathers the outcasts of Israel, says, Yet I will gather to him others besides those who are gathered to him. So the Jews were gathered to him. But anyone that wants to, the Lord is extending the invitation here. In the Old Testament, you know, hundreds of years before the coming of Jesus, Isaiah the prophet is saying to the Gentile nations, just come to God. It's why they were coming to him uh, when they couldn't reach him because the court of Gentiles was being used as a big flea market. And so Jesus is upset you know, that his house would be a house of prayer for all nations. So this call to the Gentiles is still pulling at their hearts when they come into Jerusalem to worship and Jesus has to cleanse the temple. 56.9, all the beasts of the field come to devour. All the beasts of the forest, his watchmen are blind. So the ones that should be watching can't see a blessed thing. They're all ignorant. They are all dumb dogs. They cannot bark. So the dumb there is, it also holds the idea of being mute dogs. So, I mean, if there's a thing dogs should be known for, it's their bark. You know, lots of other Sideline issues, but I would think that the bark is necessary. You know, that when it comes to dog, uh, you know, when it comes to cow, you know, moo should be there. When it comes to uh, cat, meow should be there. When it comes to dog, the bark should be there. These guys don't even have the bark. Most of you guys remember that stupid dog I had named Dudley. We hate that dog. Uh, he finally had to leave, so Dudley went to heaven. And I'm not I'm not giving any kind of doctrinal thing here. I'm just you know certain parties in the room. So anyway, um, you know we've we've got Dudley, and he's a like, boy. You get rid of Dudley, and then you suddenly realize what an incredible doorbell he was. He hears everything coming. You know every car that came on our road, he'd let you know it was there. You know people sneak up on us now. You turn around, and that crazy Oliver Pryor's at your door. 
No dog barking. I mean, what are you going to do with headache like that? I mean, that's just crazy stuff. These watchmen are supposed to be there caring for Israel, sounding the alarm. You know, if they were dogs, they should be, you know, uh, um, able to bark and warn. Sleeping, lying down, loving to slumber. Yes, they are greedy dogs, which have never have enough. And they are shepherds who cannot understand. Wait a minute, wait a minute. When did the dogs become shepherds? Okay, this is the question the Lord just sort of slips in there. If you're not paying attention, you're, this this is the idea of, you know, uh, what was that book written years ago? Animal Farm, where, where the animals have taken over. That's the idea here, is the dogs are taking over, and they're not even doing a good job. They're not barking, they're not warning, they're not protecting, they're greedy. They're in this for themselves. you know. And yet, somehow they've got this title of, Shepherd, they are shepherds who cannot understand. They all look to their own way, everyone for his own gain from his own territory. Come, one says, I'll bring wine and we will fill ourselves with intoxicating drinks. Supposed to be the leader, supposed to be the shepherd. And the plan is, let's get drunk. Tomorrow will be as today and much more abundant. You thought today was good. Tomorrow's going to be better. We're all irresponsible, greedy dogs who are trying to be shepherds, is what he's saying. Just look out for yourself. This is why Israel's in the condition that it's in. Those that should have been leading and guiding have become just the dogs. You know, what do the dogs do amongst the flock where the shepherds are supposed to be? They chase the sheep around, drive them crazy, scare them, do all kinds of bad things. Dogs left to themselves without the guidance of a shepherd amongst the sheep is a bad thing. Those that should have been shepherds have become greedy dogs amongst the flock. There's a great rebuke that the Lord gives in Ezekiel chapter 34 to the shepherds of Israel and how they failed at their duties. I would say for us this evening, you know, some simple summaries here. He starts that idea out, keep justice, do righteous. Why? Because God's righteousness is about to be revealed. You're going to see Jesus Christ. The invitation uh, to the Gentiles in saying that you will always be blessed. Anyone who separates themselves out will be blessed by the Lord. The eunuch, the person who's made commitments, they're going to have a fruitfulness in their life. And then to close, in contrast, don't be like these shepherds. Don't take on that behavior. And what's at the root of that? And I'll just close with this concept, you guys. Selfishness. Those that should be shepherds that have turned into dogs do so because of their greed, selfishness. They're looking out for themselves. Usually, all the problems that we have are pretty pretty easily identified by pride and selfishness. Conflict with wife, boss, you know, friends, acquaintance, you know, there's trouble, the struggles we have, it's usually generated by selfishness. That's what creates that in our lives so let's be ready keep justice and righteousness amen thoughts questions comments shall we pray father i do pray that you'd encourage us that you'd keep us short bible study i pray no one's heart would be disappointed lord that we would look at reflect upon hold on to this encouragement we've been given 
to walk with you and keep ourselves ready to be sheep. And if we be shepherds to shepherd, Lord, we want to see your life, your will fulfilled in our hearts and minds. Please accomplish these things, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.